Come in. Where the hell you been? All right, all right. Don't get excited. <laughs> you can't miss it. Where have you been, my pretty girl? To the lake in the forest The one where we used to hide And I let him touch me And I never even cried Where have you been? I've been with him That's where I've been I've been with him That's where I've been What did you do then? My pretty girl Yes. So that's that. Does that answer your question? If you're, <clears throat> I don't know if you care. I, I don't even know if you noticed that we were gone uh, for a while there, a couple months. I, yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit of a time. But we're back tonight, Chesty. Suddenly, here you are, Chesty. Greetings. She is there, and you can you can kind of tell that Joe Stacks is on the underground phone patch. Cuckoo. Cuckoo, rabbit jackal. See that? Are you, are you quoting Donovan on us? <laughs> well, I was going to go with happy little love balls, but I, uh, huh? I, got, I, I lost my nerve at the last minute. Uh -huh. I went with Donovan. Uh-huh, yeah. Wow. So, okay. So, now, look, also, just we'd be remiss if we, we didn't mention we've got Jin and Wobsy in the studio. Make some noise. Make some. All right. Wow. I thought I heard it. All right, so anyway, I don't know if you could hear the noise, um, but Ginny and Wobsy on the scene tonight, live in the studio. Folks, yes, um, I don't know. I think maybe you should be chiming in. Oh, by the way, uh, <laughs> before people chime in, Jill, let's just get it straight because it's suddenly it's like August and we missed our whole crazy summer action on the radio scene and, and we're supposed to do like a themed show in the summertime for the guys at rockinradio.com. But that's just not gonna happen. You're lucky that we just kind of pulled our act together and we got live on tonight and we got the system functioning. Okay, so I'm just gonna play some stuff that's been literally sitting around um, in the studio here in our new digs in Pennsylvania, right? And that was Linda Gale and the Duke 
of Coventry, which, listen, it's okay if you didn't like that. First of all, I apologize for the fidelity. I was playing a pretty scratchy uh, 45 Joe on the Columbia label. Uh, what, do we know, do we care anything about this? Well, I mean, I've been trying to dig into this a little bit. Uh, looks like the, uh, the only appearance of the Duke of Coventry is on this single. Uh, but Linda, Linda Gale, not to be confused with Jerry Lee Lewis's sister, Linda Gale Lewis, uh, had a had a short-lived career on uh, on Columbia, uh, releasing stuff between 1965 and uh, about 1970. Now, uh, I, I was them. I was thinking she was sort of a was she a country artist or what do we know? Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, it, it seems to be a bit of, a little bit of well, you know, what do we got? Uh, because a couple of her, one of her earlier singles, one that predates uh, this one by, I think it was uh, like a year before that in 65, she did a cover of Maggie's Farm flipped with Got My Mojo Working that I've never heard. Whoa. But I know is, wait. But I know is on one of those girls in the garage comps. Dang. And this, and then we ended up with this one <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead of the Dylan cover. Okay. Well, anyway, so that was Where Have You Been out of 66. Right. Very good. Uh, from Linda Gale and the Duke of Coventry. Look, folks, sometimes we, I, I trust you to know when we're playing a kind of a, I don't want to say a bad record, but like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not playing that thinking you're going to be like so much digging it, but hey, uh, it kind of fits the scene tonight, opening up the show, uh, folks, and we're going to continue it, I guess, uh, before, right after Chesty gives you that uh, email address. Uh, they may want to check in with you, Chess. Lost Discs Radio at yahoo.com. ITO then. You just spell the word discs with a C. Dig it. This is the out of sight sounds here now, the, the Pacific Drift. I woke up at the break of day and looked out at the sun. I woke up at the break of day and looked out at the sun And I've seen a world in a grain of sand Rays of hope were coming through and breaking up dark clouds What's the matter? Sort of goes against the grain somehow. Son, you gotta work late. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do, but there ain't no cure for. 
the summertime blues You gotta make some money If you wanna use the car to go a ride next Sunday Well, I didn't go to work Though the boss I was sick You can't use the car Cause you didn't work a lick Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do But there ain't no cure For the summertime blues But you're too young to vote Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do But there ain't no cure for the summertime blues Hey, so you're really digging your music today, eh? You might say that Now let's go over to our very distinguished lineup of guests tonight. A gal who's got a record riding very high in the charts at the moment. Let's see what Yvonne thinks. Well, uh, no, I don't think it'll be a hit because it's too, you know, same. <laughs> and I liked the bit where it went, da -da -da -da, you know, at the beginning. But then I thought, oh, it's going to be great. But then after that, well, um, no, I don't think so. it's too same. <laughs>
Watermelon goes your hand So good So sweet So red So green So nice It cools Just like ice Take a taste You'll see why If you're hot And dry Just cut a slice Eat your food Like for a summertime thing, right? But we should, now come on, we know that that's, well, first of all, let's tip the hat to good old Herbie Hancock, right? Of course, Watermelon Man, uh, by, <laughs> written by Herbie Hancock, right? And by the way, if you, if you really want to hear this song, Watermelon Man, please, later, hey, later, after the show's over, not right now, later after the show, go and check out Herbie Hancock's original Watermelon Man. Wow, that's all you need to just make your day. But in the meanwhile, there it was from, who, who was this, Joe? Peace and love and somebody? Peace, peace love, and, and joy? Love, peace, and joy. Love, peace, and joy. Yeah, for some reason they, they scrambled the order there on the steady record label out of 1970. And, and yes, it was a, only the only thing they ever had out. I'm assuming that this is a studio group that was just jamming and having a, a damn good day. And uh, jamming on that Watermelon Man uh, thing there. Although that did sound kind of like a set arrangement <clears throat> at times there. So I, I, I don't know what to really make of it, Joe, and face it, neither do you. But, but look, we're digging it, man. Hopefully you were probably sort of digging it. Uh, because, all right, now look, before that it was the Lords of London. Yeah, the Lords of London with Little Lonely Summer Girl. Okay, 1965 on this, and this is on the domain label. Joe, the, now when they say Lords of London, they're, they're talking about a province way, right? Yeah, despite the name, not, not really from London. Not, not London, England. London, uh, Ontario, I believe. Yeah, 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 sure enough. All right, so any, do, we, do we care? I mean, they had a couple, a handful of singles few, out, right? few singles, uh, and that's about the, the extent of the story. I mean, other than they, uh, they were part of the, uh, excuse me, uh, they, they made an appearance at the Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto in 67, uh, which included groups like the Guess Who and Kensington Market. But that, that seems to be the peak of their, uh, their success right there, plus, yeah. a, plus a few singles. Yeah, all right. So a nice smooth uh, mid-60s uh, vibe there from uh, the Lords of London. And then, look, man, okay, now come on, face it, you were jamming to the version of Summertime Blues, folks. You must have been. Tom and the Cats, <laughs> right? Yeah, Tom and the Cats on the Paula label out of 1966, man. Um, so Paula, that puts them maybe down south, uh, Joe? I don't know. Yeah, uh, not real, real certain, uh, but since uh, Paula was from Shreveport, Louisiana, you know, based out of Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, yeah, probably like uh, uh, Gulf Coast South, maybe. And, and that, I've never heard that before, man. What a... Uh, what a fabulous take on that song. Yeah. Yeah, 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 folks. Yes, and yes, we have the 45s. This is what I'm trying to just get into your minds, folks. Like, not that it 
I guess really has to matter. But damn it, we're playing the damn vinyl, the spinning of the 45s and the wax for you, folks. Except for that first one I ripped from a CD that we started the set with, The Pacific Drift, out of 1970. And yes, they had one album. And yes, it's kind of nice. That was Grain of Sand, Joe. Hey, that was nice. I've, I've never uh, listened to these guys before. I do know they were on Decca's uh, progressive label, Darum. Right. And uh, the only the only notable thing I, I know about these guys was uh, their drummer uh, had had been with a group, a couple been through a couple earlier groups, uh, the Four Just Men, and uh, which became Wimple Winch, which did some fine psychedelic stuff in the uh, 67, 68. So you say. That's what I've heard. <laughs> That's what the kids say these days. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, and they were out of the UK, of course, uh, in case you didn't notice, folks. And then, all right, now look, suddenly there are emails and messages coming in. We know that the Supers, some faction of the Supers are listening. And I know Todd was involved somewhere, but I don't know exactly, I don't exactly know how it all went down. We know Dr. Doc Brown, oh, we got something coming up for Doc here in a minute. Dr. Doc Brown checking in on the email and the texts uh, from Connecticut, folks, where, well, you remember those days, and uh, whatnot, and I don't know, what all. We had Babs and Slick out there uh, kind of digging it, and oh, oh yeah, here it comes. It's good old Jason in Halifax. Jason in Halifax uh, digging it. He is at the Five Islands Campground in Nova Scotia. The power is out, and the short wave is a-bumpin'. He says, uh, good signals on 6160 kilocycles tonight. Dig it, folks, and happy, na happy natal day. Happy natal day, he says. Ha happy national day? Natal day. Somebody better look this up. He's, he's really stoned. Either he's misspelling the word <laughs> national or he's really did, into did, something. Is it, is it in four? Because you could, you could uh, abbreviate national as NATL. So it's either somebody's birthday, Happy Natal Day, yeah, or it was just a uh, civic holiday in Canada this last. Yeah, week. that's why I was thinking it was Happy National Day. But you know, he's freaking me out by using the <laughs> the acronym or whatever. Uh, howdy, folks. Who's this now? Howdy, folks. Going down the Martin now, 99 broke bike chain. People keep it up. Jer oh, it's Jerry in Nyack, New York. Man, he goes way back. He's one of our listeners from way back in the day, folks. Wow. Thanks for chiming in. All right, people did it real quick. Do it. Chesty, what do you think? The email action for people like that that want to do it. Lostestradio at yahoo.com. Right, and please stand by uh, a little bit later, all you Chesty Chick Pick fans. Now, right now, though, throwing one out to the deadheads, right? Like little Les and uh, Dr. Dog Brown and, um, and, and, and uh, Rissy and Jeej. This is one we like to play. Any version in the summertime, we'd like to grab one of these. Man. Now, those who are in the know will know.
Personally, I like rock music. That is my flesh. The carnal part of me really likes rock. <laughs> I don't quit yet. Get Go ahead, Joe. Lay it on him. Lay it on him, Joe. Oh, man. man. That was the sound of the pretty things. Get the picture? Those great R&B hooligans from the UK. Title track of their second album on Fontana. Damn straight. Out of what? Give me a year on this, please. That'd probably be like about 64. Maybe 60. No. they're, Uh, They're playing that hard in 64. Well, yeah, I mean, they were God. they were an offshoot of the, uh, well, I mean, not really an offshoot, exactly. But, I mean, huh? they, have a, they have a relationship with the Rolling Stones, you know. Go ahead. Uh, their guitar player, Dick Taylor, was a, a boyhood friend of uh, Mick Jagger. And when uh, they all went to the same school, the same art school and everything. And when uh, Jagger and Keith Richards and uh, Brian Jones were putting a group together, you know, that. Dick, uh, Dick Taylor was an early part of that, but because they already had two guitar players, he got relegated to bass, didn't want to play bass, so he, he split off with another guy named Phil May, and they started a, a more hardcore uh, ensemble called The Pretty Things. And, uh, well, let's see, get the picture actually 65. Uh, but still, come on. Yeah. That's, that's harder than almost anybody at that time. That's very impressive. Very impressive. All right, now look, before that, come on, it was the human... And yes, they're out of Cleveland. And yeah, that was late period for them. It was 1968 on their version of Turn On Your Love Light. Okay, which by the way, did hit the Billboard chart. It peaked at number 80. Okay, so not a big entry. for the. And come on, we all know, just in case you're sitting out there thinking, oh, I don't know what he's talking. I never know what he talks about. I know what this show makes me say. <laughs> you do know, this is the group that did. Come on, do it with me. No, no, no. No, 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 you know what I'm saying, that's the, that's, that, that's the human beings, right, that great frat rock group out of Cleveland, okay, and anyway, the lesser known of their two things that did hit Billboard chart there, uh, and, and yes, I'm throwing that out to, yeah, I try to play a version of that every summer now, right, it's for the, the whole summer solstice uh, Grateful Dead vibe. And just, you know, right? And maybe we just, now, maybe tonight we got to play. I did this recently, but I got to do this again. Uh, if people are going to hang out, we've got to play the dead version. Uh, just because it's just such a great, it's one of my all-time faves. Among some other things we'll be doing in the second hour, folks. All right, now look, speaking of things that we're doing in this hour, um, <clears throat> the Lost Discs Radio Show proudly presents... 
suggestive chick pick of the week. Too bad we had to get mixed up with this dame. She looks like trouble. Huh. Well, speaking of trouble, there was a record brought out into the studio by Playboy, Playboy Records. And you expect it to be raunchy, right? And not that good. Or, you know, maybe it has some big breasts on the cover or something. But uh, it turns out that this record is pretty darn good. And I just... It's by Matthew and Peter. It's an album called Under the Arch. And I think this song, Smiles, just feels good. Not raunchy at all. <laughs> Let's dig it. stations are always playing the same song. How about some new oldies, geniuses? <laughs> Most illogical. Lost, lost, lost this radio. Do me a favor and don't say it's fascinating. Lost, lost this radio. No. But it is 
interesting.
spirit. That's right. That's right. See, you've been sitting around your whole time. You're thinking, yeah, spirit. No, you haven't been thinking about spirit. You might know their sort of hit, um, you know, <clears throat> which was got a line, got a line, I got a line, got a line on you, babe. But I don't know. I've been sitting around, Joe, for decades, vaguely aware that there was this group called Spirit. And only recently have I actually come into uh, some contact with the actual audio in the form of some actual vinyl on the Ode Records label, by the way, out of 1969 from their second LP, all the same, Joe, it's all the same, you know. Uh, so what, what are you thinking, Joe? You okay with that? I've had this conversation before. It's like, I've been aware of Spirit. We've seen their, probably seen, seen albums in like the used bins, at uh, you know, the Edinburgh, going back to the Edinburgh flea market. Which is going back, like for us, back to the 80s, right? Oh, yeah, yeah like, like maybe like the 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus or something. Now, just recently, I, it was, uh, I, actually, I got it at Double Decker. I picked up uh, the best of spirit on the Epic label. Yeah, cool. Got it for $2, two at uh, Double Decker in, uh, in Allentown. Yeah, now you're like, cooking. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm discovering it too. What a, what a curious, what a weird combination you know yeah. you know the story behind their drummer right yeah go tell ed, uh ed uh, was it ed cassidy uh sig significantly older than the rest of the band but he was a jazz drummer in the 50s worked with guys like jerry mulligan um yeah Thelonious monk and he married a woman whose son played the guitar and sang a little bit uh, happened to be randy california so he's he forms a band with his stepson and the spirit yeah it's incredible, and, and they're both incredible musicians. They're just, it's crazy. So you heard both, of the, well, obviously, you heard the drummer coming in there and, and doing his thing, and some great guitar action from Randy California. I mean, that right there, if you can't dig that, then just forget it. But if you're kind of digging that and you're curious, go check out Spirit. If you haven't done so already. Hey. All right, so anyway, look, before that, yeah, man, it was Sweetwater. Jeez, really? Yeah, Sweetwater from their third album. Who knew there were three albums from Sweetwater on the Reprise label out of 1971. I'm happy today, you know, before, because before that, Chesty was really putting us in a good mood with a tune called Smiles from Matthew and Peter out of 1972. And just real quick, I don't want to dwell on this, but this guy Matthew, right, Peter was the flute player. But Matthew, who's the guitar and I guess the vocals, um, well, they were both vocals, right? This is Matthew Wilder, Joe, who had that hit in the 80s about you're breaking my stride. I'm going to yeah, push you out of the way and beat you down. Oh, no. Hey. Right? It's something like that. Yeah. I mean, it is, and this was his only collaboration with, uh, with Peter, one album on that uh, Playboy label. So in the in the early 70s, but Matthew Wilder had an amazing has had an amazing career. I mean, uh, his, he's he's had hits. He, he's written for other people. He's produced yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, music. Yeah. He, he did the music for that Disney movie Mulan. Yeah. Really surprising uh, resume for this guy all these years later now. Well, so, you know, good for him. Right. But there he is back in the wow. Back in the early 70s, there were Greenwich Village uh, folkies right under the arch. Right. The arch at Greenwich Village, New York. So thanks for. Uh, getting that on the air for us tonight, Ch Chesty. And people chimed in, by the way. Jordan's out there digging it, and, and Mayo, Mayo and Melina out there digging it, and they're giving out their shout-outs and their 73s to Chesty uh, tonight. And good old Matthew, and speaking of Cleveland, good old Matthew out in the Cleveland area. Mm. Uh, uh, well, then he's, di he's digging it actually uh, tonight. Long then. time. See? And by the way, speaking of Cleveland and the human beings, we have heard in that Doc Navy Blue, right, Doc, Dr. Doc Brown's brother, has uh, given a big thumbs up and his um, blessing to that version of Love Light. Digging it? All right, dig it. This is the Out of Sight Sounds now of John Kay and the Sparrows. Oh, I believe it took three from home. Mmm, -hmm. Chicago, 
Man, I can just turn up that old stereo and the beat just drives away my bad mood. Pretty soon I'm really getting into it. Really moving with it. Your place for fun, Lost Discs Radio. Checker label. Yes, some tradi- we have well, we have certain traditions around here, folks. What can I tell you? <clears throat> that that's what that was all about. Hey man, yes. Little Walter at a, a, a 1956. Right? I hope you're digging that action. It's it's too late, brother, and before that, man, it was wool. Right? Wool. If they hey, if they left us alone now, Chesty. From wool, yes. We you know, uh, hmm. anyway. Uh, upstate New York guys, I'm thinking, Joe, out of like 1969, you know? Yeah, Syracuse, baby. <laughs> you don't say. And look, we did kick it off with John Kay and the Sparrow, and we all know what that means. That, <clears throat> do we all, does anybody know what that means? Besides me and Joe Stacks? No, that means that was early Steppenwolf action in a sort of a manifestation, which, you know what? We're going to talk a little bit more about this in the after hours, folks, but we're going to get out of here for now because this is just the first hour that we send over to rockandradio.com where they carry us over there along with the boss man, Randy Tivins. The RLT Archives Music Magazine that he does over there, folks. While you're over there, of course, you're digging the stepfather of soul, Jason Stone. Oh, man, he's got some Soul 45s collection, man, to put everybody else to shame. It'd be a shame if you didn't listen. And then, of course, it's, wow, his brother from another mother, the electrophonic Bry Fi Phillips. Right? Okay, and then good old what's-his-name with the deep album tracks, Brainerd, the brainiac with the deep album tracks, over there at rockinradio.com. Do it. That's, folks, when you're not already over to our website. It is lostdisksradio.com. Even though we don't make any money at this, we call it .com, I don't know, folks. It's the way things were going back in the swing in early 2000s. When we started this gig. Hey, good night, Chesty. 
Good night. Take night. a nice summer walk. Good night, Joe. Hey, stay cool and let no man steal your time. Right. And good night, Weasley Steve. Wherever.